There are more questions than answers. Like if my New Year's resolution was to be more assertive. Is that okay with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, America. Hello, world. Was that a snow early on there? Did we get a snow? No, that was a gurgle. That, that was, was a gurgle. gurgle. What did we get for a gurgle? <laughs> a guzzle. A yeah. guzzle, yo. <laughs> right on. Wherever you are in the world, this is the Bell Bunk Snorting Guzzle Game. <laughs> We're starting this one off right. Yeah. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers, the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you, to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre... And just plain weird. If you've just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound, my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, Whatever my mother listened to before she goes to bed. Picks and pulls in her unconscious mind. Let's have a listen tonight. Every time you are near. Oh, a little bit of the carpenters there, ladies and gentlemen. Terrible. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and effervescent Heather Morris... She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather has messed up already, so 2020 is going to be her year for sure. <laughs> if that ain't the truth. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hello, hello. Youth is when you're allowed to stay up late on New Year's Eve. Middle age is when you're forced to. Mm. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy 
Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle got new clothes for Christmas, so she doesn't have to do the laundry for the next two weeks. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Have you ever just looked at a pile of dirty laundry and considered just throwing it away? Yes. Uh, Me too. Have you ever been on that route? My favorite was when I saw somebody make it into a Christmas tree. Christ, <laughs> like jeans as uh, garnish, and oh, it was hilarious. I made mine into an Easter basket. Oh. Fantastic! Everybody's happy, and we're covering all of the holidays. Wow! Chad used to work as a bomb disposal expert. It took him six hours to open his presents. <laughs> wow. That's good. Chad, of course, is our resident psychologist. Welcome to the show, Chad. Oh, thank you. My dad got a new wig for Christmas. So I got him a comb as a parting gift. (laughs) Please. I love this show. This is season three, episode 46. This is our first show of 2019. Do you remember last week, our last show of 2018, that we were going through all the amazing and wonderful and incredible things that happened to us in 2018? Yes. Mm -hmm. We missed something off. We all experienced it. It was a yes, unique yes. moment. Mm-hmm. I can't believe no one around this table remembered that incident. We were all involved. That is true. Some of us were wearing less clothes than others. <laughs> Maybe. There was a lot of people. There was a, a lot of water involved. Yeah. Does anyone want to jump in? And I can't believe we missed this. How did we miss this for an because event? Because our memories are affected from it. Mm-hmm. Like I, got, a, I like, got superpowers. You got superpowers. Yeah. What were your superpowers, Morris? Putting up with you. Putting mm-hmm. up with you was oh, your superpower. That's incredible. I can drink more. Right. What a great superpower. <laughs> we all got struck by lightning. We, yes, did. we did. How did yeah. we miss that out? We spoke about that in the summer, didn't we? Uh-huh. We were tubing down the river and we got struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. Blew us clean out the water. How did we forget that? ECG, electric <laughs> shock treatment. So as always, we begin our first round. That is the lack of general knowledge. We have the flat champagne gong of infinite knowledge. The cold <laughs> leftovers of facts and the throbbing head of statistics. I'm going to make sure I get a good run up and get my eye in this week. Great. Don't miss it. Here we go. On the money. Ooh. How did I miss that last Nicely week? Five done. years I've been banging the gong. I've seen T-ball kids do it. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Remarkable. <laughs> it's quite a large gong as well. Rank used this as their symbol when the guy bangs the gong at the beginning. This right. is the very gong, by the way, that's used at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd share that with you. I got it on eBay. That's what the guy said when I bought it off him in the car park. Yeah. He said, this is the gong of infinite knowledge, he said. This is the gong that signals the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. Any way the wind blows. There. Almost there. You can almost feel it's 1975, can mm-hmm. you? We had an interesting new year. Do we yes. want to discuss our new year? Oh, it was so new year for fun. me is going to bed early and waking up and it's a new year. Didn't happen this last no. year. Well, no. we gathered around a table. Yeah. We yeah. played a game, which I've never played before. <laughs> was it called Cards Against Humanity? Is That's that right? right? I got yeah. that right, did I? We should be selling tickets for people to come and join us, sat around a table, playing that game, drinking and eating chips. Nachos. All manner of delights. Yeah, that was so much fun. Bring a raincoat. Never in my (laughs) life. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Or whatever your fetish happens to be. Yeah. (laughs) 
I have never in my life. What do you call it over here when someone takes a swig of a drink and they make you laugh and then it all comes out? Is it like a spit take or yeah, something? Yeah, spit take. Spit take. I've never done this yeah. before in my life. I thought this was the domain of the cartoon. I thought this was the domain. You thought it of was right? slapstick. Yes, yeah. I did think it was slapstick. We were playing cards against humanity. I don't drink. I took a big swig of tea at exactly the same point as it was read out. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> My genitals. Well, what? Right, yeah. That was very random, but yes, you did. You did read out. Yes, yes. That's was it right. your first ever kiss? What spoiled your first kiss? Yeah, uh, yes. Yep. And and as I took a big swig of tea, Heather shouted out my genitals. Um, <laughs> I tried keeping it in. I honestly, I tried keeping it How in. How could you? <laughs> as I tried keeping it in, many things happened. Physics was involved. My cheeks pressed together. My stomach, you know, suddenly tightened up as I wanted to laugh. I produced the <gasps> finest mist and spray. It was, I saw huge. It was a regular aerosol. I yeah. saw a rainbow. Heather mm. saw a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you're in the grocery store and this fine mist goes all over the kale and the lettuce and yeah. the cauliflower? This is what happened with tea. Some of it went in my lungs. I nearly drowned. Yeah. I can was, still feel the liquid one. sitting at the bottom of my lungs now. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever drowned with a cup of tea? Is this even possible? Mm. It's remarkable times, but that is what we did. But on this day, this very day, in New York, in 1863, James Plimpton invented the humble... And feel free to fill in the gaps. What year was it? This was 1863. The French had a similar thing a few years before, but this was the first proper invention of this device. The humble 1863, James Plimpton invented the... Harmonica. The harmonica. Guillotine. The guillotine. <laughs> Wasn't that invented for the French Revolution a hundred years before that, kind of? By a gentleman called Guillotine. Otherwise, it'd be called the Plimptonine, which would be something completely different. This isn't a quiz question, by the way. I just thought it'd be thrown out there to make some laughs and be funny. A blimp. A blimp. A blimp. James Plimpton made the blimp. He made the humble roller skate. Roller skates were invented on this very day. Wow. In 1863. During the Civil War. And the Sioux Uprising. Some people in New York had too much time on their hands while the rest of the country was massacring itself. (laughs) The largest parade of roller skates took place in Paris in 2008, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. To win your points tonight, the first points of 2019. So everything is to play for. 3,200. The prestige of this. I just need to know how many people took part in the biggest roller skating parade in the history of mankind. And Miss Morris is going for... 3,200. 3,200. Or 32,000. It's got a 32 in it. You're going with a 32 using your psychic skills. I'm Might guessing. be a million. In your guesswork. <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> Michelle, how many people in Paris in 2008 took place, took part in the biggest roller skating event in the history of mankind? 5,000. You're going to say 5,000. Chad, if you wish to win tonight's points, you just need to give me the number. Oh, way more, like 20,000. Miss Morris has won tonight's points by going to the 3,200. It was 1,100 and 
88 people turned up on roller Ooh. skates to win an extra point. I'll give you two fantastic skating around listening to Chic Le Freak points. <laughs> Your boombox. Been there, done that. <laughs> With my headband. We're listening to a bit of Donna Summer, a bit of Amy Stewart. We're there, aren't we? Almost and my there. my knee socks. Yeah. That's right. While you're trying to get Pokemon characters out of a machine that has a grabber, that has a greasy handle on it because it's got... Monkey grabbing paws. Pizza mm. juice on it. <laughs> How many miles did they travel? 1,188 people turned up in France. Just one. They travelled one mile. One. What do you think, Michelle? How far did they travel on that parade to get Th- that? Three miles. Three miles, Chad. One and a half. Michelle wins tonight points. They travelled 12.68 wow. miles on their roller skates. You shall get two fantastic Donna Summer points. Roller skates were invented in 1863 by that gentleman from New York. But the French had a similar system that didn't work very well. He was the first guy who had four wheels on mm. his roller skates and perfected that. Now, the home of roller skating is New York City, of course. It was where it was invented. And you think of the disco scene and everything that was happening in New York. All you have to do to win your points, and well done, by the way, Miss Morris, for winning the two, the first points yes. of 2000. It'll be the only ones I get. So I will make whatever. sure of that. How many roller rinks are in New York? That's all currently, you have to do. Hmm? Currently. Currently in New York, how many roller rinks are there? Mm, I'd have to say three. You're going to go with three roller rinks? Yes. Michelle. State or city? I'm going city. New York City roller rinks. One. You're going to go with one. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'll go 50. Michelle has hit the now ah. 100% on the head. There is one roller rink in New York City. It is on Staten Island. Huh. There are a couple that are kind of not permanent. Do you see what I mean? Sure. But that's the permanent one. And it was burnt down. There was a lot of damage done and they've spent. Millions and millions of dollars bringing this back to its resplendent glory. Wait, no. What do you mean not permanent? Like a bunch of people just randomly show up with their roller like rink and they're like, oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, flash, flash roller mob, rink party. Roller skating. <laughs> flash rink. <laughs> You're testing my knowledge now and my memory, but I believe that in Brooklyn, there's a gymnasium in a school that occasionally gets oh. used, but it's not built for the purpose. Would that bring it closer to three then? Not really. <laughs> Wow. It's a bit early for cheating, madam. (laughs) At the height of the 1970s roller revolution. Did you have roller skates, by the way? I I worked at a roller rink. You worked in a roller rink? My auntie and uncles. Did you see contusions, compound fractures? Oh, yeah. What was the worst? What was the worst you saw? Oh, I saw a chick wipe out hardcore. Then she got ran over. (laughs) Why are you laughing while you're saying this? She didn't like her. No. Did her teeth bounce around like a box of Tic Tacs? Yeah. And no helmets. Oh, man. Dangerous. That's like combat roller skating. Oh, yeah. They would probably wear helmets now. Oh, no. Did you have roller skates, Chad? I had roller skates. I even had uh, a cheap set of roller blades. Never even thought about wearing a helmet. I I can tell. And we used to take them down a hill at my cousin's place. We went down a grass hill. 
that was, you know, pretty steep and like 150 feet long. And we went into their drainage ditch, which was filled with trees. And the whole idea was to go down as fast as you could. Well, Be yeah. home for dinner, kids. Right, right. And then I, he pulled a Sonny Bono. <laughs> he yeah. pulled a Sonny Bono. <laughs> right. I don't want you pulling any kind of Bono in here. No. That's no. outrageous. You look like a woman that's had roller skates. I can imagine you on roller skates, Morris. No, I only I didn't have any roller skates, but I did go to the Mankato roller rink when Mankato had one. And I was very sad because I didn't go very often because they'd always do the boy girl. What did they call it? The dance? Not the dance like the... The hokey pokey? No, the skate. <laughs> the macarena? I call it. Where the, where the skate would... You, do the locomotion with me. They'd play a slow song and the idea was the girl or the guy was supposed to come over and grab the opposite sex and then you'd skate around for the whole length of the song. And that's oh, how sure. your brother was And bold. I can remember them playing groovy kind of love if that helps. And nice. nobody ever pick me oh heather i failed to believe that yeah ever i think there's only one roller rink in the whole of britain it's in cambridge i went to it when i was 11 i clung onto the wall the whole way round, and i went through a pair of trousers on the knees and my mother wasn't very happy Mm. i don't believe you do you know why i don't believe (gasps) you because we've played bowling before and you said Britain only has one bowling alley in the whole country. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to bowl. Are no, you supposed I don't. to knock down no all the pins? Very and American. Then, then he'd get a strike. Yes, I didn't and, know what it was. I had to ask, then, is that a good thing? Is, are we supposed to be getting strikes? And then he got another strike following it. Well, you told, me it was a good game. you told me it was a good thing to get, so I thought I'd get another one. And then he got another strike, and he turns around and said... I think that's called a turkey. Is that a called a turkey? <laughs> Only because on the screen it was flashing <laughs> turkey. I've no oh, idea what I'm doing. I want a turkey. <laughs> no clue. Terrible. Wow. Did you know that American cities all over the country in the 1970s created their own style of dancing on roller skates? Sure. It was its own kind of, you know, movement. A little bit of groove going, you might call it. Chicago's roller skating style was named after the singer that inspired it. It's the 1970s. You're in Chicago. What was the singer that inspired? I wasn't born yet. I understand these things. What was the singer that inspired? I wasn't born in a barn, but I had to choke my own chicken. You're saying that the the moves in the 1970s Chicago roller rinks was based on the Frank Sinatra. (laughs) What moves are these? Slick. Really deep, <sighs> sensual. Start spreading really yourself liberally all over right. the floor as you fall over. <laughs> Surely you'd you'd think that Frank Sinatra would be New York, New York. Sinatra. He did it his way. You're going with the Frank Sinatra moves on the roller rinks in Chicago. <laughs> Any thoughts, Michelle? The Dire Straits. The Dire Straits. Great. They did an album with Chris Rea. Did you know such things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Dire Straits skate. Yeah, that's <laughs> Roller Girl. No, diarrhea <laughs> is where I'm going with that joke. No. Nice try. It's terrible. Bad way to start the year. Chad. You know, I was thinking it would be brilliant if I could come up with the lead singer of Chicago, but I can't. Peter so Cetera. Go, oh, I'm going to go Peter Cetera. <laughs> Peter etc. Yeah. <laughs> it was called the JB after James Brown. <gasps> oh. <gasps> I feel good. I knew that I would. Why did the old woman put roller skates on her rocking chair? She had dementia. 
Oh, because she wanted to be rocking and rolling. I do all my own stunts. <laughs> On this day <laughs> in Nashville in 1954, music history was made because Elvis Presley recorded his first ever demo. It lasted 10 minutes. But I'm not finished there. <gasps> By Jiminy. This oh, is boy. remarkable. I'm okay. doing the research and I can't believe this. What? So Elvis Presley recorded in Nashville in 54 his first ever demo today. Did you know also on this day, the Beatles recorded their last ever song? Wow. What a 16 years that was. That's an amazing 16 years in yeah. music, isn't it? When you think about the music before 1954 and Elvis does his first demo, and then the Beatles record their last ever song on the same day, just a mere 16 years later. That's incredible. That's a, just a remarkable canon of history right there. So... For the first time in the history of more questions than answers, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the differences between Elvis or the Beatles. Mm. Where are you going? Are you Elvis or are you Beatles? I'm Elvis. You're Elvis, are you? Yeah. What about you? Elvis. Even really? though the Beatles wrote the best song ever. What's the, what, which, which which was? Michelle. Oh, Michelle, my bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what I did there. I'm hands down Beatles. Yeah, I'm hands down Beatles. I don't think there's any competition there. So we've split the room, boy, girl. Is it because the girls like Elvis? And It's just... every possibility. Every possibility. Mm. All you need to do to win your points tonight is to tell me who had the most number one singles. Simple enough. Elvis or the Beatles? Elvis. You're saying Elvis Presley had more number ones yeah. than the Beatles? Yeah, Beatles. You're going to go Beatles. It's got to be the Beatles. They've got a whole album with number one hits, and it's called 20 or 20 Yes, and I think Elvis Presley right? has a very similar thing. It was Elvis <gasps> Presley. Go, Heather. Thank you. Miss Morris wins are all shook up. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. Two points. Mm. The Beatles had 17 number ones. Elvis Presley had 21. Nice. I actually think that Elvis Presley gained a lot of number ones after his death, oh. and I do think the Beatles were in the lead, and then they posthumously re-released a lot of Elvis tracks based on various adverts and commercials. And uh, he then bumped that up to 21. Most sales. This is the number one, by the way. Whoever comes top of this list, this is the most album and record sales in the history of mankind. I just need you to tell me Beatles or Elvis. Elvis. You're going to go Elvis has sold more records than the Beatles. Yes. Michelle. Beatles. You're going Beatles, Chad. I'll shoot Beatles again. Yes, you're 100% correct. It is. The Beatles, Chad wins his first points of the evening. The Beatles have sold more records than Elvis Presley and anyone else in the history of mankind. They sold 272 million. Elvis has sold 224 million. So they are some way in the lead. Just throwing it out there. Have a guess who's third. Any thoughts? Any ideas? What era? All era, ever, in the history of mankind, ever. Michael Jackson. You are 100% correct. I was surprised nice. who else was on that list, actually. Led Zeppelin crept in there and Pink yeah. Floyd. Sure. Um, the only artist that's currently still working, really, it was Rihanna. I was amazed. She was at five, I think. What? No on way. all-time record sales in the history of mankind. Huh. Wow. I once had a pet mouse called Elvis. Did you know that? He was caught in a trap. Yeah, you can't uh. get out. I love <laughs> this show God. i love the elvis themed steakhouse <laughs> in memphis do you remember the elvis themed steakhouse called uh love meat tender that was a joy <laughs> no! uh, that makes me want to go in the toilet there 
No. Oh, yeah. Dangerous. That Get a be... peanut butter and banana sandwich. <laughs> In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Today, we wish a happy birthday to one half of the creators of the Grimm fairy tales. So happy birthday, Jacob or Jacob Grimm, born in Germany today in 1785. I had a fairy tale wedding, Grimm. (laughs) (laughs) His brother, of course, was called Wilhelm and did most of the writing. So for the first time in the history of MQTA, I can't believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about the brothers Grimm, particularly Jacob. The brothers were fired from the University of Göttingen. For what reason? Why were they fired from their job at university? Oh, I would have to say because they didn't know how to write. The Grimm brothers didn't know how to write. Don't let the fact that they wrote the first ever German dictionary deter you, in your opinion. That's right. Okay, they didn't know how to write. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't like the way they did it. Fair enough. Michelle, why were they fired from the university? They drank too much. They were heavy drinkers. They are German, of course. There's every possibility. Chad. I think that was acceptable there, so I'm going to go indecency. Indecency. They were fired for being too political. They signed a protest against the king, and they were fired for being too political. I cannot give the points away tonight. Michelle's life isn't a fairy tale. When she loses a shoe at midnight, it means she needs to slow down on the tequila. Right. Right. Doesn't stop her, though. Yes. Paper was scarce during the Napoleonic Wars, so what did they do to conserve paper? Simple enough question. The Grimm brothers didn't have enough paper to work with. Supplies so they wrote on walls. were hard to, com- hard to come by. What did they do? They wrote on walls. I can't hear you. They wrote on walls. They wrote on walls. Yes, okay. I've said it five times. You're good. Yes, you've got an accent. I don't know if you realize this. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy southern Minnesota accent Ooh. gets them every time. They wrote, they wrote the walls. On walls. <laughs> Is that better? Perfect. Everyone's Austin Powers, aren't they? <laughs> if you don't pronounce your worms correctly, I've got no chance. You're sat over there in the sound booth and all I can hear is... <laughs> they wrote on walls. On walls. 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 There are no rules. Michelle, what did they do to conserve paper? They wrote on... Like fabric sheets. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got their bed sheets out, yeah. scribbled it all down, put that out there. And then their mum did the laundry and they ruined a lot. Yeah. Chad, what did they do to conserve paper? They told the stories orally. Rhetoric, nice. oral tradition. They actually used the back of the paper, which was very unusual in the day. And they actually wrote along the borders, the margins in the middle. They just flooded the paper mm. with notes. They bound all this together, all these fairy tales they'd collected from all over Europe. They sent them off to be published, and it got lost. And then he found it again in the 1920s. He had to write the whole lot again. 100% true. They are Cinderella proof that a new pair of shoes can change your life. (laughs) That was then, but this is now. We enter our favorite part of the show. It's the mailbag! We loves the mailbag. If you wish to write to us at any time, we will read out your comments of support. You can go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Jerry has done just that. He's our good friend, of course, in Michigan, I believe. Yes, hi, Jerry. So happy hi, New Jerry. Year to Jerry. He's posted, looking forward to the show. The New Year's special was great. Now on to the first show of 2019. We're here. Oh, We're making it happen. 
He listens, of course, every Friday at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Martin, also a good friend and listener in New York. Martin! Martin. He has posted New Year's and Christmas shows, the hardest working show out there. Most others were on a hiatus for the holidays. Thank you for the laughs. We're here through thick and thin. Other shows are not as hard working as us. We don't have any friends. We have not had a vacation (laughs) or a break for years. We are at it morning, noon and night. We're knocking these shows out. Every time, without fail. We're very professional. Unlike the other shows, I'll have a few weeks off here and there. I'm going to go, you know, on a tour Cruise. around vacation florida yeah <laughs> vacation vacation i get time off <laughs> not us we're here in the midwest minnesota weather come rain or shine you can rely on us what's the better we have the next three weeks off i have no plans okay <laughs> we'll be I'm here same time yeah. next week doing exactly the same again but thank you martin for that you are right we are a very hard working show we've been doing this show for five years solid he's also a patreon member yes yes, thank you if you wish Mm -hmm. to donate a single dollar to the show if you leave this show with more than you arrive with if you are now aware that elvis presley sold less records than the beatles you leave this show with more than you arrive with but had more number ones but had more number ones it swings and roundabouts you got to take the dark and the light, the rough and the smooth. But if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, you can go to patreon.com and search for MQTA Radio. We have many patrons on there. We have many costs. We have to pay for our paper. We have to pay for the studio. We have to pay for all of the platforms that this show is put out free on. That's so if right. you wish to donate your dollar, you do get a lot for your money. Mm-hmm. You do get to listen to the show first. Mm-hmm. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes in a round we call Not For Your Mother that I'll discuss very shortly. We've had a lot of patrons. Do you want to mention what happens if we get to $100? Do you want to share that with everybody? Because we're getting very close, aren't mm -hmm. we? We are getting close, but if we get to $100, what's going to happen is we are going to put a camera up in the studio. I was wondering what you was going to say. For for the Not For Your Mother section, when we're all just a little bit tipsy and it's the end of the night. I'm drinking tea and spraying it everywhere, have you, no? Yes, you <laughs> um, they will get to join us for that and then we might have more stuff in the future so i have to say when we were playing that cards against humanity there was a moment i was literally on my hands and knees clutching my stomach and i thought i was gonna die that is very true yeah. <laughs> yep there was Got a card I, I may have almost killed you yes it's true <laughs> you'd have been sat here on your own without anyone organizing the rules it'd be mayhem it would be chaos be anarchy and chaos there'd be Points given hither and thither without any kind of structure would be ridiculous. That's true. But I was on my hands and knees crying. (laughs) I think the card said something along the lines of uh, 50% of college students were put off of having sex because they saw. And then the answer was two midgets defecating in a bucket. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. You won those points, Michelle. Was that your card? Yeah. Uh, Nice. How about for next week's show, whilst I'm reading out 
all the things I need to read out. You can randomly put cards in front of me, and whatever they say, I just have to read that out. Well, okay, that's going to be a Deal. fun intro. Does that sound like a good plan? <laughs> yep. How am I supposed to toss them to you from here? Well, you organize it beforehand and put them in front of me. I'll just throw them at you, you like just a throw ninja them at me. star. Like ninja star. <laughs> well, you give me the high sign and I'll slap it down. You'll have someone's eye out, madam. <laughs> yeah. But if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, we'd be very grateful. If we get to $100, you will see us filming us doing the show, which will be madness. We'll have to put some clothes on and <gasps> comb our hair and mm-hmm. look respectable. Oh, good lord. But that's on patreon.com. Search for MQTA Radio. And thanks and a happy new year to all of our patrons. We appreciate your support. Jill in Minnesota posted happy new year to you and the whole MQTA crew. Happy new year. Thank you, Jill. Connie then added happy new year, MQTA. Looking forward Thank to you. another year of Bell Bunk, Snort and Guzzle. Awesome. Oh. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Getting longer and longer. Jonas, our good friend. He was in California. Hi, Jonas. Is he in Texas now? Do I remember that correctly? Mm, I'm not. I don't remember. He's thanking oh. MQTA. He's thanking the gang for the fun and the laughter in 2018. Looking forward to many more in 2019. Hopefully Thank we've you. started. Hi, Jonas and puppies. In the right mm. way here. D added, can't wait for your show. This is as good as the Friday paycheck. Love you guys. Aww. She's pretty awesome. Happy New Year Love to her. the MQTA staff and audience. Oh, thank so you. Heather and Michelle are staff and Chad's audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can listen to the show. We've done five years, as Martin says, through thick and thin every week, week in, week out, without a break. So if you wish to listen to us, you can go to SoundCloud. All the shows are there. If you're walking the dog, unwrapping your presents, doing your laundry, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Search for NQTA Radio. You can press the little orange love heart if you're listening there now and tell us how much you appreciate the show. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes. We stay in the studio. We do a round called Not For Your Mother. The stories of the week we cannot read out on air for being removed or fear of having a fine. They're a little bit sexual. They have lots of innuendo in them. Yeah. They're a little bit cheeky. Naughty. They're glistening with the splattered stains of Frogs. Dilrod. Of what? Weenuses. Dilrod. Dilrod. <laughs> and frogs. Sir Dilrod to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for causing your wife a warthog. I shall meet you for a duel, Sir Warthog Dilhog. Fantastic news. But it's all on there. We're on lots of other platforms. iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Brussels Sprouts, Bean Sprouts, Gas Box, Chicken Chow Mein, uh, Chicken <laughs> Balls, Sweet and Sour. Chicken Chow Mein? They're all there. Room. If you can't find us, you've only got yourself to blame. You can find me on Twitter. We have 100,000 followers on Twitter. That is Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips on Facebook. All of tonight's stories and much, much more. The cartoons, the banter, the laughs, the hilarity. It's one big happy family of loving and roller skating. You can find us on Facebook. (laughs) More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. And my books. This isn't my day job. I'm an author. Yes. I I write books. If you wish to read books about ghosts, hauntings, history, being psychic, lots of fun and interesting esoterical supernatural things you can find me on amazon adrian lee i write the mysterious series mysterious midwest mysterious minnesota and how to be a christian psychic and much much more go and find my book start your year off with a fabulous books so they've got great reviews you can read them for yourself is it time to talk about oak island is it going to take oh, long that was so not long funny. at all i missed it <laughs> that's I'm what they sorry, said guys. what five seasons ago 
Every Tuesday, why don't you join us? Every Tuesday on Facebook, we talk live whilst we're watching the show. So everyone around the world is watching The Curse of Oak Island, 8pm Central Time. We're sat there with our laptops, with our computers, chatting live. Yep. Yeah, we have a, wa- a watch party. A we have a watch party. We have a watch. Watch. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Say that again. Watch. Watch. It's a watch party. Nice. Let's go and watch Crime Watch. <laughs> this is good times. We have a lot of fun. Oh it makes me laugh. In fact, the chat and the cartoons and the jokes with all the hundreds of people that are on this watch party is more interesting than the show. Better oh, yeah. than the show. Yeah, that's what makes the show yep. worthwhile. I'm just going to recap the two hour special we had. They found oh, a God. rusty nail and a smooth stone. So that's that covered. Um, <laughs> I've realized it's a jolly old bunch of lads, all middle aged and white, that are just spending a lot of money doing very little and having a good time, basically, and drinking a lot. There's no, us. There's no professionalism. Yes, but we're not spending millions and millions drilling holes oh, looking for coconut fibre, are we? We know that's what we are. They right. don't know what they are. I also true. know where to find coconuts. Coconuts. <gasps> I'm just going to say. Can't bear the coconut. Devil's work, I tell you. <laughs> they discovered there was a stone that went missing 100 years ago. It had hieroglyphs on it. The last place it was seen was in a bookshop. Three years ago, they went to the bookshop to look in the basement to see if the stone was there, to see if there was any clues. The shop is the size of this studio. It's 20 (laughs) foot by 20 foot. It sits on its own. This isn't a huge block of buildings. Uh They went back. For some reason, they decided that three years ago wasn't good enough. We'll go back and look again. They discovered they looked in the wrong basement. How can you look in the wrong basement? How did you not get the right but basement? The basement's the bit below the shop. Can we... It's the footprint of the shop. That's how basements work. Can we... It's the same layout. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact that they were looking for a nine-foot stone and they ended up bringing up, what, a two-footer? Well, it was the depth. The stone is based on the depth. It's like a 49-foot stone because it was at the depth of 49 foot when they found it. We're wasting far too much time on this but there's no academia there's no professionalism as someone with an educational background who's studied to the highest level i've suddenly realized there's no plan no there's, there's no academia there's no. no professionalism there's just a sense that they're just guessing and making it up as they go along without any kind of long-term goals and right. that's why it's fun to have a watch party where you just make fun of them Well, they suddenly got the biggest monster of a machine to wash all the spoils. And it shakes them about, sprays them in water, (laughs) shakes them a bit more, throws them down a trap. What about the delicate Viking bone comb they were going to find? It all gets destroyed, doesn't it? What I was enjoying was, what did they call that thing? That dam. That copper dam. Copper dam. The copper dam. Yes. Yeah, that, I thought it was copper. That <laughs> it's not. That's a lot that, of copper. That costs millions or a million dollars and it leaks. And they were supposed to fix it themselves. Yes. We watched twenty minutes of two teenage boys caulking a coffer dam, and apparently that's entertainment. Yes. <laughs> well it was. Was it hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am one hundred percent done with this show. So we'll see you no. all again at eight p.m on Tuesday where we'll be watching it again come and join us on our Facebook site and we'll have a lot of fun with that we've reached the part of the show where Chad Peters reads out his random fascinating fact of the week Sivu play Dr. Peters Mexican archaeologists have discovered a Papalocan temple to the flayed lord where priests wore the skin of flayed victims in a ritual to ensure fertility 
So they've kept the mm. skin in the fridge. They're walking around with it on their face. This oh, is a bit the kind whole of body. A slaughter. Of the yeah, body. like a bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the song "Death Skin Mask" by Slayer. Oh, if anyone wants to, I was silent to the listen to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. I think this is where we are. Our fascinating fact: Michelle's on six. I'm yet to score. Heather's scored four. And Chad Boo. has got two points. <gasps> and the face of somebody else in his fridge. Mm-hmm. We enter the round that we call Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? Again, we've <gasps> waited for another year to pass so we could have this come again. A woman who claims to be able to tell the future using asparagus. Yes! It's oh, asparagus, like everybody does. <laughs> has made her predictions oh, for I 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. predictions as well tonight. This is a prediction themed show. Asparagus, Mancy. No, it's Asparamancy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Asparamancy. <laughs> I'm a fool when it comes to compound nouns. What was I thinking? It's Asparamancy. It's not like you went to Germany or anything. Well, the so-called asparamancer and TV celebrity, Jemima Packington. Yes, we've had her on the show before. Mm-hmm. I can get nice. me broccoli out if anyone's interested. No. Okay. No. You're going on a tall journey. You're going to meet a nice stranger. You're going on a tall journey and meeting a dark stranger. Well, whatever. <laughs> Be lucky with the number eight this year. Look out for eight. Well, she throws asparagus spears into the air and <laughs> interprets how they land to fuel her <laughs> forecasts. As one does. <laughs> oh, here we go. She's got a special. Where'd you get that from? She's I brought got... them special. I can tell oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's the closest she's ever got to asparagus. Just tossing spears up in the Ooh. air. Wait, one more time. One oh, of the. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Spears coming down. Come on, seven. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I 44. Four to threes, 33. That's bingo. Anyway. Can we play asparagus bingo? Number wang. Mm, <laughs> number wang. That's number wang. Well, in the past, she has current, uh, currently and correctly predicted Brexit, Trump's presidential win, and Marcon's election success in France. Mm. Her stint on Big Did Brother. Did you say Mark Cohen? No, no Marcon. Marcon. Just check in. Marcon, Marcon. I thought you said I Mar- love him. I He's going to let us in. I wondered. No one's letting you into France. Trust me. I was wondering what Mark Cohen was doing oh. winning the presidency of France. That was With all. asparagus. Walking in Memphis. <laughs> well, her stint on Big Brother saw her making accurate forecasts regarding those leaving the Channel 4 house. So what does Jemima think 2019 holds for everyone? And I know you're all... Just waiting in anticipation. I'm on the edge of, of my seat. I, I know. Oh, I, I know. know. Well, fears over Brexit will prove largely unfounded. Is one, mm. the trade war between China and the U.S. will end, but there will be a recession in the U.S. that will affect us all. Uh-huh. Also, England's women's football team will win the World Cup in France in 2019. Does anybody care? Ooh. Which country? England will win. Mm, in I'm France. not sure we can do that. 
We're a bit far behind the Norwegians and the Americans in terms of female soccer. Well, I don't care. Who cares? Who cares? Big Brother will return to our screens despite Channel 5 declaring the winter 2018 series to be the last. Extremes of temperature become the norm. Now, wait a second. If they're going to become normal, then they're not extreme, right? Or am I wrong? Um, There is a philosophical question here. Philosophy. If, If everyone's doing it, it doesn't then be, you know, if you're it's working normal, within then. a normal framework of society, if everyone then does that, then that then becomes the norm. The new right. norm. I, I would think, agree with you. Yeah, yes. She, no, I, I, I beg to differ. I think she's <laughs> suggesting that the average changes. The average changes, says the psychologist. I'm going to give you an average. Yeah. Pump yeah. in the head. I'm thinking of average. I, I can see it from behind me. <laughs> I know what it was. There's an asparagus coming your way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Asparagus yeah, spear. A spear. Yeah, spear right one of there. them. Sharpen the end of her asparagus spear. Well, Oscar success for A Star is Born. Yeah. But British actors will also be in the mix. So I'm guessing they're referring to maybe the Freddie Mercury movie. Oh, we've got maybe. some more British. In fact, the Freddie Mercury film doesn't have any British actors in it. He's They're American. All American. That's all right. Of them, all Pretty of much them. every one of them. Yes, you're joking. No, most of them are. Wow. But we do have some British actors. This is true. They do exist. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Just a couple. One or two. <laughs> well, more well-known British businesses will fold. I'm bored. Is this going anywhere? Oh, quiet. England cricketers and rugby team will have success early in the new year, driving other British sports people to aim high, like the England football team. Asparagus will also see an all-time high in sales. <laughs> As everyone goes out to buy it to do their fortune. Yeah. Their asparamancy. Thank yeah. you. Say it right. Asparamancy. <laughs> Speaking funny. previously, Jemima said... I take what I do very seriously. She's English. The woman's yeah, English. Yeah, nailed it. But yeah. I never Jeez. take mystery and myself seriously. Mr. Bond. Just the asparagus shoots and spears. <laughs> when I cast the asparagus, it creates patterns. <laughs> Mr. Like Bond. Stars. Of course stars. it does. And I interpret them. That's your best British accent, is it? Yes. She is mystical, is she not? Totally. I know. I'm going to consult the asparagus to see what points you're going to get. I am usually, (laughs) usually at least, at least 80 to 90, maybe 95. She's edging her bets there. (laughs) Correct. Most of the time, sometimes. Most of the time, sometimes. I go. 40% of the time, it works every time. Sex Panther. I go through my predictions each year and I think, hmm, yep, that happened. Yep, that's happened again. Yep, I'm this right. This is uh, London, oh, just outside right. of Warsaw, is it? But she's mysterious. Occasionally, there's acting here as well. Look at this. Look, look at the acting. She's it's managed amazing. to find herself a show. She put a show. I can't wait for the viewers. To look see at the show the around her to head. see this. Occasionally, I get one, maybe just a little bit, slightly off, just a little bit. Well, if your asparagus where I gets limp, I haven't limp. quite got <laughs> what my asparagus right. went limp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to salt it so it stays firm. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm getting old. What can uh, I say? Good God. <laughs> and I haven't quite read my limp asparagus very well. 
It's just got much longer to go. <laughs> but they're never far off. And if one of those asparagus, they go bad, I put it in the Bloody Mary. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Let's have a look and nice. see what points you're getting, Maurice. Oh, it oh, turns out none. Dropped. It's oh, none. Oh, oh, oh. Your asparagus never dropped. Oh. <laughs> the limbs asparagus formed a complete zero for you. Boo. Wow. <laughs> Mega Markle's baby is a girl. Psychic gives shock 2019 predictions and doesn't need vegetables. What? Okay. <laughs> they, they got a 50-50 shot. Self-proclaimed... <laughs> Self-proclaimed you know. psychic. Surely others have to proclaim that. You can't be self-proclaimed, can you? I'm self-proclaimed. Others have to make that decision, don't they? Mm. Self-proclaimed psychic Nicholas or Jula, 33, said his dreams have shown him major events and outcomes and also that he was an Egyptian queen in a previous life. Uh, it's either Cleopatra oh. or Pocahontas, isn't it? No one ever comes back and says I used to be a serf up to my knees in defecation. I went to a psychic development class given by a very famous psychic many years ago. And I'm the only man there and there's 50 women and every woman put their hand up and said they either used to be Pocahontas or Cleopatra. No. I had a bet with the person next to me. We made a lot of money. I forecast that was going to happen. Now he has given his <laughs> predictions. <laughs> Gifted, right? He's given his predictions for 2019 and claims Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will have a baby girl. 50-50. 50-50. We'll find out what happens. It would be funny if it was a boy. Or an alien. Oh, yeah. Yes, there'd be questions asked about what Meghan Markle's been up to if it came out green. <laughs> he also says Taylor Swift is going to announce she is engaged and that Nicole Kidman will become pregnant. She's in her 50s, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. That would be something. Also, yeah. Madonna is apparently going to face criticism for doing charity work. <laughs> America, the only place you will be criticized for doing charity work. She the Mystic legit. has also put his hat into the ring for the outcome of Brexit. Luckily, he said the outcome is going to be really positive. Yes, we no longer have to listen to the French, Germans or the Italians. That's what the <laughs> asparagus lady said. She said, no big deal. My well, two psychics agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obviously true. The psychic continued, I've had thousands of past lives. I've been an Egyptian queen, a maid, a teacher in the French Revolution. That was just last week, by the oh, way. There is a, yeah. a podcast available. A deer, a lion, and I've even lived in another You're making universe. that up. Some of the lives <laughs> definitely help explain things about who I am today. For example, I used to suffer going through throat pain. And then I saw that in a past life, I was a pagan persecuted for my beliefs. So I was silenced for using my voice. That would be useful again now, wouldn't it? Hey, Psychic queen her. or dancing queen, you decide for yourself. Go to our uh, Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? This is the creepy moment a pint glass shatters spontaneously in a bar which the staff say is haunted. The unexplained explosion occurred. Oh that was fun to say. Occurred <laughs> at Whitley Lodge Snooker and Sports Bar in Whitley Bay, and follows a series of other creepy occurrences. Bar manager Richard said he often hears noises in different rooms, and a few staff admitted they didn't like going in after dark. He told Chronicle Live a lot of people have said that they've heard stuff in the club. I've heard some. Clear their throat when there was nobody else inside. <laughs> 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 
one else there? Don't. Oh, she's gone green. Wow. She's not going to get through her story. That is an actual green color, too. Stop it shade. right now. What would you call that shade? Nope. Moss, olive, me, basil. May I interject yes, while please, she's please, collecting please. herself? How are... New Year's night started with fart bombs from your dog, Adrian. Oh, God. yes, I thought it was a good idea to worm the dog before everyone came over, and it made it a little loose. Oh, or maybe it wasn't you. What was interesting though, as we were sat there, I actually saw a worm leaving the house. It had like a knapsack on its back, and it was leaving. Honestly, it's like being evicted. I saw it walk down the street and go into the local hotel for the night. Michelle didn't do good that night, by the way. We had to light some incense, and we. <laughs> That yep. was a smart idea. Yes, thank Puffed you on a couple of that. big cigars, didn't we, to get rid of the smell of <laughs> the oh, side effects of boy. worming treatment. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't great. Lucky you're not vegetarian, right? Right. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't think it's bad or evil. But I think it could be haunted. Richard may have to reevaluate the benevolent spirit if it breaks any more glasses. <laughs> Stop. The common reason for glasses breaking on their own is heat, but a woman who was right next to it when it exploded said it was quite cool. A customer had just returned the glass after finishing a drink. Miss Woods, who works as a barmaid at the snooker hall, said the regulars are spooked. The footage was posted to Facebook, where it received a storm of comments. Online critics, however, have pointed out that Miss Woods recently launched a ghost hunting business. Of course she did. <laughs> a fact she puts down to coincidence. Well, I never what said are the it. Chance? Yeah. Yeah. What are the chances? I know. I've never said it was the supernatural, but I've no explanation to say it isn't. Creepy. I gotta say, Snooker Hall sounds so much more classy than like. The bar that you see here in small town America. True. Like a pole hall. Well, Billions. Snook, again, snooker hall. <laughs> I have been to classy. some snooker halls in Britain. You have to wear a, a shirt and a tie. You mm-hmm. can't go with your ass hanging out and a Viking shirt and an old you know, baseball cap with half your dinner down your front. Yeah, that's a step up. I mean, there are some standards we have to keep. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah. I shall give you some exploding glass throat mm-hmm. clearing points, Michelle, and you're now up to a resplendent rounded symmetrical eight as we enter the round that is the strange and the bizarre we can fit in one more story miss morris what have you got for me in the round of smb it's for me it's for you oh you're very lucky i'm giving you the chance to win some points <laughs> uh, tax wow was that a snort <laughs> <laughs> half snort there's yeah. a half snort and a half guzzle a <laughs> you are playing the bell bunk snort guzzle and scoff drinking game it's getting yeah. away from me a little bit i have to right, say yeah. like look at your drink and consider it yeah a taxidermist who found fame for creating wild gifts, including a pencil case from a dead rat. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, remember those? It's the gift wow. that keeps giving. <laughs> had a new Christmas product. Hang on, that was my pet mouse, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> a gingerbread man with a real heart. Oh. I know. Everybody should maybe ask for one for Valentine's Day, I guess. Jack. Devaney, 24, runs the world around you, spelt E-W-E, and has been honing his bizarre skills over the past couple of years. He now takes orders from around the globe and creates his unique taxidermy gifts working full-time from his studio. 
and his latest festive offering features the gingerbread man made of resin with a mouse's heart actually inside it. What's wrong with these people? Well, nothing. He actually, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Like, why would you even ask? Jack said he has got such a backlog of orders that he's going to disappoint some of his customers this last Christmas. He came up with last a- Christmas. I gave you <laughs> my heart. I love this show. I love this show. Why am I here? Why am I here? I think that has to do with monkeys. <laughs> and during the laughter, show broke out. Well, Jack from Plymouth said, I call them gingerbread men with hearts. They're made of resin with the mouse's heart inside. It goes boom, 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 boom. No, it doesn't oh, actually do that. Yeah. Because we all wondered the sound of a heart, didn't we? I pour the resin in. Oh, wait, he's from America. Oh. I pour the resin in. That was quick. 4,000 miles. 4,000 miles in the blink of an eye. I leave it for a bit. And then I pop in this little mouse heart. And before I pour some more in, I pour it on like some smooth syrup. And then it hardens into some gingerbread man. And then you can give it to your woman. It'd be great for you to give to your woman with a little mouse heart going boom, 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 boom. Right now, I've got 12 cadavers on my line. It didn't seem right to waste them. You can pop them on a Christmas tree or replace characters in your nativity scene. I'd love to see some. A nativity scene. Yeah, right, right. I'd love to see someone use it as a baby Jesus with a little mouse heart and the gingerbread man. Business has been mad lately. We've had to put out a message saying that orders made now won't arrive for Christmas. But maybe for Valentine's Day with a little bleeding heart. That's just for the skins. <laughs> Nothing I says get... love, does it, than gingerbread made with body parts. <laughs> Especially mouse body parts. Yes. That's just for the skins, though. I can get the gingerbread man out on time. I think people like to freak each other out. And they make me great Santa gifts and Valentine's gifts and Easter baskets and Fourth of July bangs. People think it's a cornucopia of giving, isn't it? <laughs> people think beat that. People think, oh, Sandra from Accounts would love a pair of magnetic mouse earrings made with my own hard skin peeled from my very feet. <laughs> I bet you didn't get a second date. <laughs> <laughs> It has now become a full-time job earlier in the year, and at the minute, I'm doing seven days a week, y'all. I never realized it would be this wanted in this salt after the little mousey tongues. Mousey tongues? That's right. Wasn't the leader of China back in the day? If the heart goes in the gingerbread uh, man chest, where does the tongue go? Where does the the tongue go? Well, it's the end of the show, Chad, and I'll, I'll show you where the time goes. Yeah. Yeah. We now enter the round that we call, not for your mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for coming to find us. We appreciate that. Perhaps you can cut and paste the link and share that to all your social media and tell the whole wide world 
that you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. This is the part of the show that if your mother's of a nervous disposition, she needs to leave the room. They're the stories from around the world this week that contain filth and innuendo that we cannot read out on air. You have been warned. A bodybuilder is covered from head to toe in tattoos. After his meat and two veg were inked, Ray Houghton's eye-watering procedure took four hours near his home in Spain. That's pretty impressive. If you're meeting two veg, takes four hours <laughs> to tattoo, right? <laughs> there. Do you want your middle name on it or just your first name and your last name? <laughs> I want a dollar bill on it so it grows with interest. <laughs> <laughs> what did he get? I have no idea. Pat Nation, I think, is where we are. <laughs> Why does it say far? No, that says Ferrari. Uh, Race 61 of Manchester should know why? better. Why 61? Why? I think he wants to get in the paper. Midlife crisis? He's got the tattoos and the motorbike. I don't know where else so, he can go. Hold on. Did he get that? Did you say he got that first and then he got the rest of it? No, his, his whole body is covered. All he oh, had left man. to do was, was the junk? twig and berries. Ooh, can you imagine tattooing the ball sack? You'd have to stretch that out a lot. Well, and your penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mostly I was thinking about that. <laughs> and I'm saying, ouch. Where's my- let, let, me, let me get this right. The two women in the room had to point out to the two men how painful it would be yeah. to have yeah. your penis tattooed, Chad. Can you believe because- it? Because I was thinking at that moment, I'd get this done. But now the two women have pointed out that this could be quite painful. <laughs> I don't think I'll bother anymore. How do you stretch oh. it and hold it down? Yeah. Do you do it Who with, does that do part? Do you do it with like a clothespin? A nail? Let, you actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just pop a tack in the end and you back up. <laughs> Maybe it's pierced. <laughs> He oh, does actually. Possibility. He is actually using a kitchen implement to get this done. A, oh, a beater? No. A what? A beater? A tong? A butcher a knife? Tong. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't touch the salad. Tong. <laughs> a mousy's tongue. Tong. 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 There we go. He has spent. Look at you. He spent twelve and a half thousand dollars in two years to cover his entire body in tats. His oh, journey to covering his entire body is now complete after having his twig and berries tattooed. The fitness fanatic became hooked on getting inked after having eight embarrassing tier twos covered up. What? what? Tier oh. twos? What's a tier twos? Uh, it's what you get on tattooing. <laughs> <laughs> Twin moons. <laughs> right, right. What's, what's a tier one? <laughs> That's a small town in Mexico. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> wow. Mm. I'll be careful. You'll be dead. The Finnish fanatic <laughs> became hooked on getting inked. He had eight embarrassing. It's the aeroplane. It's the plane. It's the plane. Oh, the plane boss. He said, I don't feel the pain anymore, but the tattooist couldn't believe I wanted to get a tattoo in such a sensitive area. Done. Mm. It's a sad state of affairs. An experienced tattooist, tattooist is wincing. And thinks this is bad. I mean, he must have tattooed everything. In Did he get the gooch? I think everything's been. Who done. shaved it? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> there are more questions than answers. What do you do for the hole? 
<laughs> Witch hole. Does, right? it, does it look like a sarlacc pit? I don't have yeah. the answers. I'll ask the guy. That'd be a great tattoo. So my parents live in the Black Hills. And they got tattoos of them. <laughs> oh, God, no. But I went into a tattoo shop one time. And I was like, so you've got a Prince Albert there. What's that? And what are the rest of the piercings that you've got? Oh, God, that was a mistake. He showed them the full <laughs> works, did he? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> wow. He said there was quite a bit of blood, apparently. And it was uncomfortable to walk for the next day. Yeah, I bet. He's not taking part in the Tour de France this summer. <laughs> I hated seeing varicose veins and wrinkles. It's horrible. In his junk? <laughs> what, varicose veins and wrinkles? Is that what it looks like? <laughs> He's 61 <laughs> years old. Well, yeah, so what It's looking happens? like a very pensive Winston Churchill. So it looks like a roadmap down there when you're 61? Well, what like you want to a... do is go up 91 as far as St. Cloud, and then you want to jump over onto 71. Route 66? A we... tanned roadmap. Nice. I'm yeah. glad we're all yeah, getting the flavor of things. There. They used a rolling pin, apparently. That's what I was looking for. That was the no kitchen implement. Way. Then they rolled it out? Like this. We used a rolling pin because that was the easiest way for the tattoo to be done. Did they you, knock them out with it? You just can't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That rolling pin really made my ass sore. <laughs> No one touched his meat pie. It's disgusting. Rolling pin willy. Oh, don't be so silly. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, a dad has vented his horror after buying dolls online only to discover they had genitalia. My genitals. <laughs> best, best answer in cards for against humanity. Was that ever. what ruined your first date? <laughs> <laughs> How is your mother? Wow. Talking to Facebook, Raynell Miller posted a photo of the boy and girl twins. Revealing they had a penis and a vagina. Which one had which? Well. The woman had the Geneva. Mm-hmm. They're anatomically correct. Oh, that's good. Uploading a photo, he said, so I bust open this box of twin dolls. Wow. Yep. You're getting it through osmosis, aren't you? Yeah. I ordered online for my baby. My baby. And Lord have mercy. I'm just reading it as a t- <laughs> I can see it's written that <laughs> way, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Is this what the world come to now? Making dolls with the actual private possible children? <laughs> <laughs> to be a... This is phenomenal. I'm loving it. They have been available for like 30, 40 no, years to be fair. No, that is so not true. Because when I was a little girl, I did not have a Barbie doll because I didn't want a Barbie doll because I hated Barbie. Barbie was just a bitch. Does that mean and all so, the Barbie dolls you're decapitating you know, and soaring you know, up I now? I did. Inanimate object, right? Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> I mean, like, a, a a bitch is probably a little uh, over the top. Oh, I don't think so. This no. is like G.I. Yeah. Joe with twig and berries. That, well, what I was I got a say, comfort house set when I was a kid. I mm. actually wanted, I didn't want Barbie. I wanted Ken. And then Ken. I uh, did. Well. they did get me a Ken doll. And I discovered that there was nothing down there. No. And that I, was your first experience, was that it? That was, actually. I 
dead honest that was yeah. really my first experience so you were disappointed from good, day one and continue to be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> you should have got stretch armstrong oh, God, nice. <laughs> oh when i purchased them they came with various doll accessories to go with the dolls and the review did not mention nothing about the extra stuff so i guess i just thought they was child friendly but silly me, huh? L O L S M H. I am glad that I examined them before she got the chance to play with it. Wait a second. So he was, or she was, examining the dolls before. Evidently, e- like examining the right, dolls. Yeah, this yeah is just, you take their pants off. Weirder. Decide if you want to uh-huh, buy them. Uh-huh. I had to draw on my own pubic hair. <laughs> I went through three bullpoint pants, y'all. <laughs> Three pens. I'm three pens deep in this. And I ain't done yet. I could only find blue. <laughs> Dad, where's my doll got blue pubes? She's from space. Wow. It's space pubes. <laughs> Granny, the girl doll would have come with. She would have been fine since that girl has the same part as my little girl. But she will not be playing with a doll who has their dick out. Nice. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dad from Florida. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Bama. Mm. All becomes clear. Yeah. Added they were returning the dolls, which were bought on Amazon. The post has since gone viral and been shared more than 7,000 times and racked up <laughs> thousands of comments. But people have questioned why he was so afraid of his child discovering the human body. One person said, oh, no, uh, uh-uh, no, my child could possibly gain an education due to these anatomically correct dolls. The horror. Well, I'm guessing that their child is 50% got what those dolls have got. I like to think so. <laughs> I mean, you either has one or the other. I'm like to think that a child has an awareness of itself that it would look down and think, I've got one of those. Did mm-hmm. you see that New York today has, I think it's today, yeah, has started to, um, their birth certificates, they don't have to list the sex on them. Wow. That happened in Germany. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you have a third choice now on your passports. You Where you don't have to pick a sex. Well, I think you have to say that you're gender fluid, perhaps. Yeah, I'm not sure what it exactly says. Maybe I'll find the story for the next week. The problem is that they, they have weird. to. This can be backed up by science because in Germany, they can actually provide a DNA test that actually says that they're not male or female. Right. Right. You can be XXY That's or exactly XYY it. So or something. You have to provide. In Germany, you can get a passport that has a third choice where it says male or female, and you can actually scientifically back that up. Right, sure. That's what's required. You're not sure. making a decision and saying, I'm deciding to be this, I'm deciding to be that. Your DNA tells you that. This is what you are. I can't remember what they called it, like gender-free or something like that. And I was just, why? Why? Well, at the moment, he's just got the choice of two. He doesn't have a choice of three. Mm. He's got uh... with or without as we stand. But I'm guessing a third with option is available to him. You, with the, with the... What are you drinking tonight? What's in that? It's, honestly, it's like karaoke. Ain't all bad. Wow. I did some karaoke in India, but I got beaten by a guy called Got Up to Sing. Oh, God. Uh, Adrian Edward Lee. Times are good. Mm. That's it. That's the story. You shall win some points. 
Michelle for gender fluid babies in Florida. <laughs> Welcome. Zoe Wood had only left the family vehicle unattended for a few minutes. You know it's going to turn bad from here. Oh, God. When the vandals pounced. The 35-year-old spotted the childish graffiti while her car was parked outside her home. Frustratingly, the yobs had also smothered her license plate with white paint, making it unroadworthy. Oh. Perhaps I should read you the headline. Mm, yes. Mum horrified after giant penises painted on family car. Nice. Oh, Do nice. you remember in yeah. South Wales about six months ago, they'd left the car for like three minutes and someone had done their dirty business all over it? Number two. Yeah, they took a bit of poo on the windshield. That's right. And then they turned the windscreen. They did the windscreen mm. wipers and smeared it all over right, the place. Yeah, more yeah. than once. That was the weird part. There was yeah. a lot of gagging going on. The <laughs> mum of four said she had been out to collect her hoodie from the red Vauxhall moments before. Pictures show at least three crude phallic doodles sprayed onto the car. They're never drawn properly, are they? No. I noticed this as a school teacher. Whenever a kid drew a twig and berries, it was never done properly. I'm sat there looking at it all over the walls of the classroom thinking there's no variation of thickness of line. They've not shaded around the object. There's no sense of comp. Position. Composition. <laughs> There's just no depth to this no. penis. Why have they done this doodle so wrong? It did it... worry me, actually. There was one occasion when there was a young girl that I was teaching, and in the back of her sketchbook, she did a really good detailed study that I then had to show the head of year because I wondered where she'd seen such yeah. wonders. Boy. But the pictures yeah. show three crude, apparently crude. You crude. know what it looks like. Everyone's seen it. It's a crude. Twig and berries. The incident, which occurred at around 7.20 p.m. on Saturday, is now being investigated by the police. The long arm of the law. Zoe of Exeter (laughs) Devon said, (laughs) My first thought was, oh no, someone has sprayed my car with snow paint. But as I got to my car, I realised they'd actually used spray paint. That doesn't come off. What is snow paint? That's like what you'd spray on windows. It's It's flocking, Chad. Okay, it's soap. There you go. Flocking. 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 Sure. I'll give you a good flocking. Yeah. From the Latin. I had one of those from you. Flocus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? The, that comes from the word flocus in Latin, which means lightly haired. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> See? It was useful for me to learn a dead language at school in Britain. I couldn't quite believe it. One minute I was out there, the next it was just there staring me in the face. That can't happen. I didn't see anyone around at the time. I had a message that a group of teenagers were near my car, but they wandered off. Wait a second. It was staring her in the face? Apparently. They were eye to eye. (laughs) We'll see who blinks first. Zoe, who works in a pub with exploding glasses in Whitby Bay, said she was forced to buy security cameras for her home and rectify the damage herself. I need the car to get to work. So my first thought was... Is it road legal? Getting it scrubbed off properly can happen later. Do you know what's wrong with her car? You can never know. It was a Vauxhall. You never know if it's coming or going. (gasps) Nice. Nice. I see what you did there. (laughs) Police have appealed for anyone with information to contact them. I myself. (laughs) (laughs) The Phantom Willy. Oh, don't be so silly. You decide go to our Facebook site, Mom Nice. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, you have the last story of the evening in the round of Not For Your Mother. Well, a husband has undergone emergency surgery to remove yep. a can from of Glade. Glade? <laughs> of Glade. 
of Glade air freshener from his bum. Yeah. Piney mm. fresh. After Lemon zest. Mm, no, it's more like uh, strawberries or aloe vera. Oh, or aloe vera. Y- <laughs> or eucalyptus. Eucalyptus. Fresh linen. Or berry surprise. Sea breeze. (laughs) (laughs) There's the berries. Where's the surprise? Clean linen. Mm -hmm. This is a woman who spends months going through the candles in Hy-Vee and Shopco. You know it. No one else would know that, would they? How would they know such wonders? Uh, Nobody else can name ten flavors. uh, uh, Unbelievable. Well... This happened after a sex game with his wife a went sex, badly wrong. Sex game? Let's I play a sex lost. game, Michelle. I'm going to shove some glade up your noo <laughs> I'm thinking shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> well, it wasn't dominoes. <laughs> Backgammon. Look, I've rolled a six. Oh, I, what can you pick up with no hands? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. The 40-year-old needed help and was rushed to the Francisco Moscoso Pueblo Hospital in the capital of the Dominican Republic. Oh, after- this should be fun. Yep. Dominican Republic, you say. After the household product couldn't be retrieved, it went that far up. I didn't know they had Glade there, but apparently they do. His wife claimed that she put the aerosol up her middle-aged husband's back passage at his (laughs) request. Right. Yes, just by the telephone and where I hang my coat. (laughs) God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, my back passage is over there. Right next to the gimp suit. (laughs) And all I'm going to say... Why does this one say ball deodorant? (laughs) They're using it wrong. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Logo oh, makes it smell better. Uh, comes out like a friggin' torpedo, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a danger to shipping. <sighs> Local media reported that the surgery took around two hours and went without a hitch. The hospital spokesman told local media that the man is stable and is recovering after the incident. The statement also said that similar cases are not uncommon and typically involve sex toys like dildos Uh and various types of bottles with ribbings. It read... Like poison bottles. I'm I'm kind of glad they have HIPAA here. Ooh, like Coke bottles, Sprite bottles, Did you know that? Is that right? We're just going to go through a list of bottles and things you can shove up your bottom. 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 It's like a How game. How about of... this? Yes, that's a rather large <laughs> pint glass. That's not going anywhere. Water okay. bottles. Okay. Different types of bottles. Any other bottles? I'm you... out. Oh, I have nothing you left. S- you said, did you know? And I was saying, okay, I know. It read that people have also been admitted with trapped wooden and plastic objects like mouse traps. For Elvis, as oh, well nice. as oh. you're welcome, mm. as well as vegetables such as eggplants and aubergines <gasps> yeah. and oh inside my. them, and cucumbers yeah. and zucchini squash and what's this a game of what's my vegetable <laughs> corn cob it's oh. it's innuendo oh innuendo oh. Did it. innuendo no, can't with that. A doctor told local media that it is not common to talk about these incidents in hospitals no. as it could cause embarrassment. I don't know why. Or give people you know, ideas. Hippa. 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 
and lead to fewer people coming forward with their sex-related injuries, especially yeah. when involving women. Well, it's usually the men. They usually are the ones that complain. It's yeah. the woman that's put it there. Oh. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> Health advisors also said that introducing objects into the body for sexual gratification is potentially dangerous practice that could oh, affect someone's health and long-term sex life because you'll be disappointed from now on. Medical Let's go through a long list of all right, the types of right. bottles we can have. I had an ice let's, cream bucket up there one time. Yeah, let's, wow, go, let's go through a whole series of Kitchenalia and ice cream oh, flavors. Not tonight. <laughs> Medical specialists also warned that it could cause hemorrhaging, intestinal hemorrhaging. damage, <laughs> and other injuries. Mm. Mousetrap love or heavens above. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. It is Chad who scored a single mousey's tongue. <laughs> he wins a bag of asparagus, a crystal ball, and a push down a mountain. Your asparagus can't save you now. <laughs> <laughs> I got possessed there. Mm. I finished in third place with a rather resplendent four. I'm getting a date and a round of drinks in a pub in Whitley Bay and some heavy gargling and throat clearing. What a date that was. Mm. In second place is Miss Morris, who scored a rather nice six. She gets a gingerbread man with a real twig and berries offering frankincense. Sentences you never thought you'd ever say on the air. In first place tonight, winning the $33,000 IR camera is Michelle Corey. She wins a nice rounded symmetrical eight. She has a date with an Egyptian queen in a roller skating rink in Chicago to the tunes <laughs> of James Brown. I feel good. I knew that I would. You have been listening to more questions and answers. The only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with Adrian Lee. We are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment, the light before the darkness. Remember to jump over to SoundCloud now. Search for MQTA Radio. Just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting. Good night. <laughs>